Her business is our business. Gayatri and Aparna looking at women entrepreneurship beyond funding, sharing expertise, experiences and tools to grow your business. Hi, I'm Gayatri and I'm Aparna. Welcome to our show. Hello listeners, welcome back. We wish to take a moment to thank all those who reached out to us with feedback. We are truly overwhelmed by your support and encouragement. Keep them coming. We love hearing from you. So today, we thought we would take up a very critical part of the startup journey. Pitching your story. Folks, getting your story to the people who need to hear it in the form that they would best connect with is the core of your business acumen. No doubt. That's it. When we thought about this idea, we thought, should we come up with a list like seven deadly sins of pitching or something catchy like that? But better sense prevailed and we saw that there is a need to make a simple success formula. Go with what to do rather than what not to do. So here it is. First, clear. Before you start putting your pitch together, be very clear. What is the problem you're trying to solve and for whom? Gayatri, this reminds me of uh, a story that I like to use in the programs that I facilitate or in some of my coaching. And this is really about uh, ordering a taxi, going and sitting in the taxi, mm-hmm. hoping that it goes somewhere. Now, the driver is going to turn around and ask you, Kaha jana hai, madam? Where do you want to go? go. Right? So, unless you know your destination, hmm. you know where you want to go, you, don't, you can't even take the first step. Yeah. So, it's the same in creating your pitch as well, right? Absolutely. I think you need to know what it is that you're pitching for and for whom you're pitching to. Okay, thanks Aparna for that lovely example. I think it's a great visual to remember. Next, simplify. Take away all the jargon and write what you're offering in plain language. For example, listen to this. We specialize in blockchain logistics support for pedagogic application of scientific equipment for educational institution. Any guesses? What is the core message? Here it is. We provide traceable scientific lab equipment for schools. Do you see the difference? If you are a school administrator, which one will make sense to you? Yeah, the more effort you put into being precise and simple in your messaging, the stickier the message gets and people remember it better. In fact, experts say if you cannot tweet your core business in 140 characters or less, then go back to the drawing board. This requires effort and time, but it gives you results. On to the next one. Differentiate. While your core message ideally needs to be 140 characters or less, you will find yourself pitching to different audiences. Some would want to focus on the customer base, others the technology, and some others the financial projections, depending on who they are, funders, mentors, partners, etc. You may want to have different pitches for different audiences. One way is to have a 90-second pitch, a 2-minute pitch, and a comprehensive pitch of about 15-odd slides. Know your audience. You can be creative, but stay with the core message in each version. Typically, a 90-second pitch, also known as the elevator pitch, would focus on what problem are you solving. That's it. 
The two-minute pitch, however, would contain the problem that you are solving and talk a bit about yourself and your team and maybe some financials as well. Your comprehensive pitch would be tailor-made for a specific audience and broadly it would need to cover your core message. How are you different from your competition? Who is your customer? Your revenue model? About your team? And what is your ask? This is the most important thing. What is your ask? What is it you want out of this interaction? Try and understand what your audience is looking for. Why are they listening to you? Make small modifications accordingly. For example, you may have a high-level business plan presentation for a partner, but for a funder, you will get into the details of your revenue and financial projections. Mm. Next is the ask. In each of the differentiated pitches, get to the point quickly. Go for the ask as early as possible. Repeat the ask again at the end of your presentation and then stop. Do not over-explain. Make sure you have done your homework to back up your ask. The question you need to answer before you make the pitch is, is this the group that is going to give you what you need? Then make sure that your presentation flow leads up to that ask. Another thing we cannot stress enough is to have a pitch ready. We've both had multiple instances where we are standing in front of a potential funding connect and we ask our coaches to forward a pitch and weeks later, it's still not been sent. So it's better to have a two-minute pitch ready with the basics rather than spend weeks trying to get a perfect version made. What does it convey when you don't have a pitch ready? One, that you aren't clear about your offering. Two, that you may not be serious enough. Three, you can't get your act together to create a pitch. All these are hard judgments, but we get so little time to make an impact, make a connect. It is these small moments that make a difference. So get that pitch ready. So now let's step back and take a look at how to actually get there to a ready pitch, right? So the first step is really to start somewhere. Think about your own personality and what is your intention from the pitch. Now, if you are comfortable with going with a PowerPoint presentation, go for it. If you like to record a video of yourself speaking, that's a good starting point too. If you like to write a paragraph, sure, why not? Step 2. Review the material. Make sure it has all the elements. Core business with the USP, revenue model, current and future financials, competition analysis, and most of all, about you and your team. Step 3. Confirm that all these elements tie in together. Do the numbers connect? Does the logic flow through without breaking? Remember, the logic may be clear in your head, but really it needs to show up in the material and be obvious to the listener. Step 4. Clean up the material. Keep it short and to the point. Use few and simple words. Now is also the time to add a few pictures and graphics. Make sure that these pictures and graphics are obvious, easy to understand 
and tuned to retain the message in the recipient's mind. While we started off saying any form is a great starting point, the startup world prefers presentations, PowerPoints. So this would be a good time to convert your videos or paragraph into a crisp presentation. You could always host your write-up or video on your website or shared platform for people to view or download later. Gayatri, just to add uh, to this point, I remember an experience that I had during my corporate stint, right? And uh, we had a visitor, a senior person coming in from Hong Kong, and we had to present our work and our achievements. And uh, I made my presentation. I thought it went really well. People seemed attentive. They were listening, making notes, asking questions, and so on. And at lunch, uh, this leader who had come down uh, kind of pulled me aside. And he said that when you're making a presentation to senior person, they're really not interested in hearing the amount of effort that you've put in to what you're doing. Everyone puts in effort and that's a given. Hmm. What they want to hear is what is it you have achieved? What is it you have done differently? What is it you have done that's new and exciting? Hmm. And this is something that stayed with me. He also said, you're trying to tell a story, hmm. so make sure in your presentation there's a beginning, a middle and the end. Hmm. And think of the end first and then figure out what you're going to say through the presentation. So these two pieces of advice have really, you know, stayed with me throughout. Uh, yeah, the blood, sweat and tears, not for the presentation. No, no, not at all. Keep it not. for an after dinner conversation. It's, I mean, we, we love it yes. and we feel it's of value. But nobody's really interested, unfortunately. And it takes away from the story of the business. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So step five, practice your pitch. This is where mentors, friends and family come in. Give them permission to be at their most critical. You will have to say this out loud and clearly. Often, people mistake blind encouragement for support. At this time of developing your pitch, you need harsh critics. Find them elsewhere if you believe your inner circle is not up to it. Step six is to just go out there and pitch it. Do not wait for perfection. Perfection will come through practice. So pitch, take feedback, tweak accordingly, go back again and pitch it again. Okay, let's take this further. We talked about presentations. What makes a good presentation? First. It's not about you. It is about the people receiving it, your audience. We can't overstate this. The presentation is about the audience. The objective is for them to understand your message in the way you intended it. We hear partnership presentations focusing on the need of the presenter rather than the mutual benefit. If you can't pinpoint the benefit to the other, go back to the drawing board. The other thing to remember is, check if the ask is clear. This is actually one of the most difficult things about pitching. First, for women per se, asking is hard. We tend to ask for less than what we can or what is needed. Second, being clear on what we need, really need requires a lot of homework. One thing to look at would be, what will get you there? How will the audience you are pitching to specifically help you get there? Next, check, is there a logical flow that the listeners can follow? 
You can start with your end goal and use the rest of the presentation to substantiate your story. Or you can walk the audience through the story and allow them to come to the same conclusion you did. Which form you choose will depend upon your audience, the time available, and of course your own comfort. During the pitch, if you find that the audience is not with you, ask them what they're looking for and address that. Next, look at whether the information you are sharing is relatable to the audience. For example, let's go back to our first example of the school administrator. There would be no point explaining the technology behind the products to an administrator, but they would be interested in hearing about timelines, cost, and what would they get out of it? What's in it for them? One thing you may not want to spend time on is how hard I have worked story. There's a lot of effort that goes behind running any business. But the point is, are you asking for sympathy or are you asking for the business? Next, pictures. Importance of visuals. They say, a picture speaks a thousand words. But remember, a mismatched image can crash your entire presentation. If you do use visuals, use them where it can create the maximum impact. Pay attention to the local culture and the symbols of the local culture, where perhaps white may mean something in one culture and something completely different in another. If all this seems too much, so many steps, so many do's, hire an expert. The value of a good strong pitch cannot be overstated. It will be a good investment to find someone who will work with you to make your pitch highly effective. Be sure you provide clear content and profiles of your audience to this expert. Last but not least, keep a current version of your pitch handy at all times. As a mentor and coach, we're quite surprised when someone can't send us a basic pitch for weeks. To my mind, if your business idea is clear and validated, a basic pitch would be simple enough to put out there. So there it is, folks. Pitch perfect. Hit it to win it. Her business is our business. Gayatri and Aparna bringing you the woman entrepreneur, expertise, toolkits and stories of success beyond funding. Send in your questions and comments to listener at herbusiness.in. We'd love to hear from you.